It's just black and white. It's like you either do this or you die. There's Vegas a... with a chick is the ultimate meeting. You don't understand English. Juan Kenobi. Juan Kenobi. That's all I wrote. I'm not sure what what I was thinking. <laughs> but why are you talking about this? And you're like, because I'm bored. Prolific. <laughs> Whenever. Oh god. So this is all just filler time because you know things get cut off. No, the beginning comes out perfectly every time. Doesn't we it? never have trouble with I that guess. one. I just run the. It intro. kind of fades in though, doesn't it? Uh, no, well, because I put that intro in front of it. Okay. That little thing. Okay. Welcome back to breathing this mean. I want you to breathe it all night long. Yeah. We're drinking tangerine LaCroix right now. Actually, LaCroix. I want to... It's LaCroix. Since it's on record, don't, don't I have to say it the right way? Is that The right way is LaCroix. Are you sure? The French way to pronounce the word is LaCroix, but the company has come out and said that it's pronounced LaCroix. <laughs> Segment one. Segment one. <laughs> the naming of LaCroix. They're like, fuck France and the way that they say their stupid mouth words. This is the way we do it in America. So it's... Even though it's... Wait, is it actually American? I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure it's American. Uh, where's who distributes this? Let's see. We're wasting valuable time here. Just trying to figure out who distributes. Uh, uh, product it. of the USA. Yes, sir. Warren, Michigan yep. is where it's they product make of the it. USA. LaCroixWater.com. For anybody who wants to know more about LaCroix, the greatest sparkling beverage there Sundance is. Sundance Beverages. What do Sundance Beverages make? What else do they make? Let's <laughs> explore. Let's, uh, well, da, 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 da. Sundance Beverage Company. All right, ready. Whenever you are. Go ahead. Sundance Beverage. Yeah, I don't know. They make stuff. Well, that's not helpful. (laughs) Sundance National Beverage. Shasta. They make all the Shastas. Oh, have you ever had Shasta? It's all right. It's okay. It's just like a knockoff soda. Let's see. Isn't it like, wasn't it like LaCroix before LaCroix? What? No, it was like soda. Was it actually soda? Yeah, it was just like knockoff cola, imitation cola. Let's see. Just uh, A to Z index. We'll see if anything is uh, good no, here. No, I, I mean, I just looked up the subsidiaries and that was it. That's the only good one I saw. They have Fago, which is like Mexican soda. They have a brand called Moon Mist, which sounds awesome. <laughs> Rip it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I've seen those in the stores. you seen those? Rip it. Yeah, those little energy drinks. Energy <laughs> I, drinks I love off-brand off energy drink names. Rip it. Nas. <laughs> I'm like, what is... Uh, Blown out asshole. <laughs> There's a lot of disgusting... Uh, Names that you could come up with an energy drink. Remember Bacchus? Before Red Bull was even really a thing, it was just like a gear on a on a thing, and it was spelled out Bacchus with two C's. No. You don't remember those? Uh-uh. It had B-A-C-C-U-S? Like, it had like Hermes on the side of it. Like It was what? weird. It was like the thing that gave you wings before Red Bull. Huh. That's funny. I didn't have my first Red Bull until I was actually in Europe like 15 years ago. It was good. Wait, it was you, didn't have your, you didn't have your first Red Bull until... I was in Europe. How old? I was like 13. You didn't have a Red Bull before that? I had never had a Red Bull before that. Why not? I don't know. That's weird. I didn't really need energy back then. (laughs) I was 13. (laughs) I was full of it. I guess. I was never slowing down. And I was like all jet lagged. It looks like motor oil, doesn't it? It does look like motor oil. Bacchus energy drink. 
B-A-C-C-H-U-S. Well, that was a little interesting tangent that we kicked <laughs> off this episode with. You can tell that we are super prepared and we have plenty of information to share with our loyal uh, fan base of one person. My can't you what up? Um, but anyway, we're going to jump into the uh, fastest growing segment in America called Takes One to Know One. Tyler, go. I was recently uh, listening to some of our old stuff and one of your takes one time. I'm going to call you out on some uh, old takes right here. This is my job here. To walk it back. You were <laughs> so excited mm-hmm. that you made a whole take about, I think the Power Rangers movie is going to be cool. Oh. Did you ever go see it? No, I never went and saw it. <laughs> no. But I told you then and there I probably wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> uh, right when I was listening to it, I'm like, man, I bet he never went to go see it. Oh, hell no. I never went to go see it. <laughs> oh, hell no. I told you that day I would probably never watch it, but it looked cool. Can you distance those two ideas, like, you know, separate them in your mind for a second? That was like three months ago. So three months later, it's out on, like, you know, Blu-ray and DVD Uh and stuff, which is usually about the minimum amount of time, the bare minimum amount of time. That That was like, what, back in January? No, it was March. Oh, March. Three months. Yeah, (laughs) It's like the bare minimum from from theaters to DVD. That's about as quick as the transition goes. You know, I've hovered over the option to watch it on the Fire Stick maybe once or twice and gone, uh... Nah, I'm not going to put Jordan through that. Alright, so I guess you never did. Never mind. Yeah, I never went and watched it. That was the answer you were looking for. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Alright, and then there was another one. We also had a uh, had a random like 30 second musing about uh, ugly... You were making fun of uh, Lonzo Ball's acne. And I was like, alright, has there ever been like a like a athlete that could have been a star but just was too ugly? Did we talk about this on air? Kind of, but we never really revisited it. So let me think of like the ugliest guy ever, the ugliest legend ever in sports, and then just the ugliest famous person you can think of. The ugliest famous person I can think of. Like, I mean, either one within a bubble or just like all. all, Well, that's why I said first in sports and then just and then just branch it out to anybody. Oh, it's hard. And it's got to be fame for like uh, entertainment purposes, because obviously some billionaire is going to be ugly. But who cares? Because he's a businessman. That doesn't matter. This is hard. This Talking is hard. Someone put me on the spot to name somebody who's super ugly. I mean, but. obviously, the, the the go-to for anybody is probably Steve Buscemi, just because yeah. he's made... Oh, God. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I did just burp, and that just... <laughs> the crawl. This stuff just is... Yeah. It makes well, it's me, sparkling water. It makes so. me burp like crazy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... Uh, Steve Buscemi? Yeah, I mean, he he's he's purposely, like, ugly as hell. But has he is... lost out on any marketability because of that? No, no, no. He's in, like, everything. But that, that was just what made us talk about it last time. Right yeah. now, I'm asking you, like, just the just no, no nothing else attached to it. The ugliest, the most ugly, the, no, fine, the most famous ugly person. That's what I want. The most famous ugly person. And then, if you also want to do it, the ugliest famous person. Most ugly famous person, most famous ugly person. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like subjective. I, you know, like ugly to me may not be ugly to somebody else, but I mean, Steve Buscemi is not easy <laughs> on the eyes. I will say that he is not easy on the eyes. Can I also say like, can I can I nominate nominate Danny DeVito for that too? He's pretty ugly. He's Just the fact that he's like four eight, <laughs> and he has like clown hair and fucking. And if you've ever watched like the latter seasons of It's Always Sunny, and he's just like the he's grossest a mess, dude. He's a fucking mess. Oh, he's pretty ugly, but I don't. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is about as bad as it gets. Like without without being severely like maimed or deformed, and to like, still be famous, and to still yeah, like you said, not really be hurt. The hilarious by- part is he's like one of the. 
you know, like one of the best actors yeah. out there, in my opinion. Yeah. Like he's great in everything he does. Like absolutely, but like, have, he's just have you so hard he, to look at. He doesn't really do anything like that anymore. Anything he plays, it's like, oh my god, it's Steve Buscemi. It's like a random cameo, cameo. or something. Yeah. Ever well, since Boardwalk Empire, I feel like. Oh, he, he was hasn't. great in that though. I, I still haven't. Watched I watched that. the first two seasons. And then we were watching the third season, and I guess, like, uh, I mean, obviously we watched it on the Fire Stick, and, uh, you know, it's free, so it's like, there isn't a whole lot of fucking accountability, I guess, when you're uploading shit for free and you're pirating it. So we watched the third season, and and, uh, I guess the episodes were out of order. And uh, uh, we watched the first episode and didn't really notice, like, you know, it, it like, did a good job of continuity. And we we're like, yeah. okay, cool. And then we watched the second episode and we were like, huh, I feel like we skipped around a little bit. And we <laughs> looked it up and we found it was the finale for the third season. We're like, oh, oh, God. God damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that sucked ass. But I mean, I need to go back and watch it. But I was so kind of, I was bummed out when that happened. I was just like, I don't really know if I can invest the time and then we watched Sopranos after that and I don't know if I can ever sit down and watch another TV show again. Sopranos was exhausting. You didn't did you not like it? I loved it, dude. Oh, okay. I loved it. But that's kind of how I felt about The Wire. I watched it like oh before I went to Amsterdam yeah. and I didn't watch a show after that for like 2 months. Cause... I loved it, but the the problem with Sopranos was is that there there's six seasons, you know, there's seven seasons, but they're, it's technically six. And they're an hour. They're not 48 yeah, no, minutes. They're not 42 long show. minutes. It's, it's a long a fucking show. 59 A lot of shit episode. happens and I've kind of come to the conclusion that when people like speak in heavy uh, like accents or dialect, I'm I I don't understand what they're talking about. So like, if you've ever watched like 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 anything pro, uh, like British production, you know, like I watched this movie called Legend with Tom Hardy, where he plays these nice. two criminal brothers. Oh yeah yeah yeah, it's a I fucking remember, good movie. I remember yeah, yeah but we're talking about that. I could not understand what he yeah. was saying when he was uh, one of them. Ronald, the the crazy one, because his like his limey accent was so thick. I just couldn't. We had the, I had the TV up like as loud as I could, and I still was just like, "What did he say?" And the same was in Sopranos. Like they have that Guido like Jersey accent sometimes, and sometimes like you know like James Gandolfini will say something, and I'll be like, "What the fuck did he just say?" Like I, was that important or or because I didn't understand a word he said. Like and I'd rewind like two or three times to like pick it up, and I, I it just it sounded like I love gibberish him. to me. I, I love him as Bane in Dark Knight Rises. Because as, as intimidating as scary as it's supposed to be, it's so a, weird. A lot of the times, his just lines are funny and they're funny because yeah. it's like, what did he, why did he just have to do this for a second? But the thing about Sopranos was is that it's a great show up until they start like winding it down in that very last season, yeah. As they start killing off characters that yep. you like, are, that you really be, have become attached to over the series and that you really like, and you wanted to see like you know see how their arc played out, and uh, they start killing off characters, and then I mean I'm. You, you didn't you didn't watch the show, right? No. Have you even like seen like how it ends? I know that it ends mid sentence. I do. It's know like that. not even that it's mid sentence. It's it's just like it, there's no no like catharsis at all. Like it's just like they're fucking sitting down in a restaurant and then it just cuts out and you're like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Somebody walks through the door and then it just cuts out and you're like, oh geez, oh god, I was so disappointed in the way that that show ended. And a lot of people were. It caused a you know a big stink, but dude, that show just exhausted the shit out of me. I was like very invested into it and I. You know, I've watched basically two episodes every night for, I don't know how long it took, like like four weeks. Like, you did know. you have you ever have you ever watched a show that you weren't that into but you had to finish? No, I've done that with Battlestar Galactica. No, <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Never. No, I mean the show that I that I felt like I had to finish or like I I couldn't finish like because like no no that you had to finish. Oh, I was just compelled to see what happened. You were you were no. three seasons deep. You had two more to go, and you were like. Mm. 
I'm don't I'm not really interested in this, but I can't give it up now. Yeah, I've come this far. No, nah, not really. I, my attention span is like short enough as it is. Like <laughs> I, I guess have, you're not as stubborn as me. <laughs> I have well, no, I mean I am, but probably in different ways. Like I have no problem like quitting something. Well, that's like. another that's another form of stubbornness, I guess. Exactly. Be like yeah. I don't want to. Nah, nah no, nope, not going. <laughs> nope, this is dumb. I'm stupid. Like uh, you know, I, yeah. So I have no problem walking away from shit in the middle of it, regardless of how something plays out. If I'm really interested, then I'll probably find some way to justify sticking around but most of the time i'm just like nah i don't care nah, I don't, I'm, this is taking too much time i'm bored but yeah so uh w- w- did you have another take or yeah. i was gonna get into mine go for it my takes kind of not so much a take as it is just a random musing just me sort of like talking about things so i was i was hanging around the house last night and i uh smoked a little bit so i was a little high and i was just kind of in my room like farting around on guitar and just learning how to play songs and or you know relearning how to play stuff and just basically just entertaining myself right so i thought it'd be a good idea to to like look up the chords for no woman no cry the bob marley song and that's like a like a like a really popular song of his you know what i mean and i i guess like i never really like took bob marley as like you know like a, a huge fucking you know like like a revolutionary with his lyrics you know what i mean like he's got some popular songs that have like stood the test of times and there's like a couple of quotes from him that have like come out and have lingered around you know just you know just about peace and love and stuff yeah. like that you know like very just like generic shit well i had never really like knew the lyrics to that song no woman no cry but i was looking it up yesterday and you get through the first verse and i was like whatever and then i was playing the chorus and i went back into the second verse and i'm reading the lyrics and singing and playing at the same time and i'm like what the fuck is this song about? Like, and my thought at that moment was just kind of like, how often or how many times in your life or what is a particular moment where you thought a song was like this really like deep and meaningful song and then you get to the lyrics and you're just like, oh my God, that's so disappointing. It's got to be a song that you knew all the words to before you were like... Like we said, we've mentioned before how uh, in high school they taught us like symbolism and they taught us metaphors and stuff. And before we even started seeing that kind of stuff, we just read things very literally back then. Oh, yeah. Because we were just trying to get, you know, a a decent grade on something. Just what do I have to remember? Don't tell me to analyze this further. Um, And... I guess any time you learn, and but you're such a sponge at that age that like you learn lyrics like they're no problem, and you learn lyrics before you sing them back to yourself. And I feel like it takes like a song that you knew when you were growing up that when you listen to post college or whatever, you were like, man, these lyrics are weird as hell, and they don't make awful. any sense, and they're awful. And yeah. I thought they were deep, and they're not. I just like I looked up at one point, and I was just like, are these really the fucking lyrics of this song? What like, these are Do you terrible. Have them up right now? Or no, something? I can pull them up real quick though. <laughs> if you want to stall and think of another example, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess pop in general they just kind of hit on the same yeah same like themes you know they do that apparently in country like that's why country's bigger than ever right now it's because it's Mm -hmm. so easy just to hit like the same six or seven like themes about trucks and dirt roads and like a beer on the porch and you have a number one hit song so keep in mind this song is it's bob marley and he's jamaican so he's definitely singing about a, a different lifestyle than i'm used to but it was the I would second assume, i would assume no woman no woman no cry means like if you don't have like a girl in your life you're not gonna like feel enough to ever be sad you know it's kind of like the bright side of getting dumped 
Sure, right? That's kind of what I thought. Like, no woman, no cry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Move on. Yeah, You're good. Yeah, whatever. Like, and so the first verse is essentially like, you know, he's he's reminiscing. And like, he says this both in the same time. Like, I remember when you sit in the government yard in Trenchtown, all right? I can't really relate to that, but, you know, I, I get what he's saying. So, but the first verse is him like saying, like, observing hypocrites, like political, you know, parties or whatever, as they mingle with good people that we meet and good friends we've had, good friends we've lost along the way. Ah, uh, so no great mention future, of, a, of a woman. In this great future, you can't forget your past. So dry your tears, I say, right? Okay. All right. That's kind of, it's poetic in yeah, a way. Like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't really, like, hit on any particular, like, situation. Still don't know why it's, it's called No Woman, very No Cry. <laughs> vague fucking thing. Well, the second verse, I'm just going to read it verbatim. So, said, said, said. You know, that's him singing it, yeah. ad-libbing, basically. I remember when we used to sit in the government yard in Trenchtown. He just repeats it. Then. Okay. And he goes, all right. And then Georgie would make the fire lights. And I was like, all right, all right. So he's talking about, like, maybe, like, a bonfire or something. Or smoking. Or as it, as it was logwood burning through the night. So they're just, like, partying, having a bonfire. Then he says, then we would cook cornmeal porridge, of which I'll share with you. My feet is my only carriage, so I've got no push. I've got to push on through. But while I'm gone, I mean, everything's going to be all right. I was just like, what is he fucking talking about? Like, what? Is this really what the lyrics are? Is this, this song is popular? Like, are these really? You're all tangled up over here. <laughs> you fucked up. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I was just like, wow. And then, you know, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Said, no woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. That's it. Woman, little sister, don't shed no tears. No woman, no cry. Like, I don't understand what the song is, like, describing. It's like, reggae, dude. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just talking about being high and just... That's, that's how you do it. <laughs> being, you know, from one thing to the next, I guess. Yeah, so I just, you know, I, I can't think of, like, any good examples other than this, but this hit me like a truck last night, and you're like, you know that it's happened to you multiple times where you've like, oh, I've known the lyrics of the song, or I've never really known them, but then you finally, like, hear them for the first time, or you look them up, and you're like... Wait a minute. Have you listened to some of the lyrics to Chuck Berry songs? How, like, just dirty they are? <laughs> no, I haven't. Any song in the 50s where they're talking about, like, revving your engine or something, listen to verse 2, things start getting real explicit. Very <laughs> metaphorical for yeah. sexual stuff. <laughs> Taking a ride around town and stuff. It's really funny. Dude, yeah, he had to be careful back then, you know? Like... Oh, here's an interesting article. Oh, it's BuzzFeed, but I don't really want to read BuzzFeed. Did you hear about, uh, I guess it was a fake post, but some people are saying it wasn't a fake post. That some, like, uh, blogger or author who's, like, affiliated with BuzzFeed came out and said that, like, Reddit is full of racists and anti-Semites. And this is all because that CNN thing that happened. Yeah. I don't really know the details of it in and out, but I just have been hearing about it lately. She's saying that, like, BuzzFeed's full of racists, anti-Semites, or uh, Reddit's full of racists, anti-Semites, you know, bigots, all these, all these, you know, all these fucking names about people who are just on the internet. And you know better than anybody else, people who go on the internet have nothing but time on their hands. And they don't mean half of what they say, just because they're behind a keyboard and no one's seeing their face, and it's just all about being a troll. Have you seen that South Park episode? Yeah. The trolling episode? So yeah, that's yeah. like pretty much hits the nail on the head. Like yeah. you don't fuck with people who don't who don't have in, who don't have nothing better to do because yeah. they'll just they'll just say whatever it is that'll get you pissed off. So she called out Reddit and she called out this group called 4chan. And 4chan back in the day used to be like a bunch of you know it's like Reddit but like kind of just very extreme and yeah. just you know people just just troll the shit out of people. But there's some pretty like you know like talented 
people there in terms of like their their you know computer savvy abilities and whatnot. Yeah. So she like targeted them, and everyone was just like, "Oh, that's a mistake. They're gonna make her life a living hell. They're just gonna they're not gonna do anything like outrageous, but they're gonna never leave her alone. She's yeah. gonna get pestered beyond that shit." But I just saw this article pop up after looking for mind bogglingly mind bogglingly mind bogglingly stupid lyrics. And I saw BuzzFeed, and I was like, oh, I'll go there. Never mind. I won't go there. But uh, that's... So that's the Mark Twain tw- quote, right? What? Don't, uh, don't argue with stupid people, because they'll drag you down to your their level and beat you with experience. Essentially yeah. the same thing with trolls. Don't try to, like, out-troll yeah. a troll. I like the, because... the, the Neil Gaiman take on it better, though, like, or uh, he says, like, only a fool it admits... Is a f- it is a fool's prerogative to say the truth that no one else will. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's... Right? That's I don't know. I agree with that. The guy that says the obvious thing may be true, maybe false, but it's just like such low hanging fruit that you're like, all right, that's that's your role. It's a given. Dude. Like that's it's obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're Thanks. not you're not groundbreaking over here by <laughs> no. fucking pointing this out. Like, but uh, jump into a, another take, man. Keep it rolling. It's been a good month since I haven't had like Facebook or Twitter like on my phone at all. Has it? Yeah. Can I? Well, keep going. I'll verify. When was our, when was our last thing? Just go ahead. Oh, Just, I'm gonna I'm gonna when, what because it was uh, I'm gonna fact check when you sent that last tweet out. Well, it was the um, it was the uh, the day that Beyonce's twins were born. So whatever day that was, it was the day before, right? I think so. Has it been about a month? Uh, yeah, about six, okay. No wait, six eighteen. Nah, it hasn't even been a month. Damn, now. it's been like two, three weeks max. Like. Anyway, <laughs> it feels good. Yeah, and I realize that I can't tell anyone about it. <laughs> That's that's the hardest part. So you feel like you're doing God's work over here, but you can't say anything about it, like because everyone's on fucking social media and <laughs> the place I would go tell everybody is tweet out. Hey, I haven't been on Twitter in three weeks. Feels great. <laughs> you should Gotta... just tweet that. <laughs> and I'm going again. Bye. Like I just stopped in to say hello. Feels awesome. How are you losers doing? <laughs> oh my god. So it's been three weeks. It feels great. You're doing God's work. Have you uh, engaged in any pointless arguments lately? No. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. It does feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, I've been playing a lot more video games. <laughs> which is awesome, which yeah. is an excellent way to spend time. Which is usually how I would start it anyway. I would just be on my phone, just, you know, in the middle of a loading screen or something like that. And then and the next thing you know, you're down the rabbit hole. 15 minutes later, I look up and I'm like, oh, oh shit. Wait. Yeah, I'm wasting valuable time. I was supposed to beat this game in two valu- hours. Valuable leisure time. Yeah, I just f- f- trying to fucking rile people up on Twitter. I guess. I think I was just trying to satisfy myself somehow. Satisfy yourself? Yeah. Like, not with your hands? Yeah. The other kind. Huh. I don't know. Someone said that that about golf. What? (laughs) That uh, golf is essentially two dudes jacking off next to each other all day and go, Hey, dude, my load's that big. How big's your load? (laughs) Kind of, sort of. Just 70 to 80 to 90 times a, a, a day. 71 today, baby. I did that 71 times today. Oh, really? Yeah. How big was it? It was big. Yeah. I busted such a fat one. Oh, I really piped that one up. Oh, yeah. Look at that shit. It's so far down there. <laughs> I have to walk 300 yards to get to it. Hell yeah. In 95 degree heat, I'm winning. <laughs> I'm beating life. I'm winning at life right now. That's cool. What happened? Uh... Dude, it's funny. What? How we were like, oh, let's talk about like free agency and NBA moves and stuff. And I was just like, oh, well, it hasn't happened yet before we recorded last time. Mm-hmm. It's all happened. 
Things have changed. Nothing's really changed. Gordon Hayward's going to Boston. Nothing's changed. They got themselves a white guy. Who's going to be in the finals next year? Boston. Who's going to be in the finals next year? Boston and the Warriors. Who's going to be in the finals next year? Toronto and the Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone but Cleveland. (laughs) Who has the exact same team as last year, by the way? Yeah. They're going down. They're going down hard. Who lost one game total in in the playoffs before the Warriors. That's true. Then they got their asses wiped, man. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still going to be the same thing. And it's kind of like one of these things. Unless LeBron moves or unless Durant moves, even when Durant moved, he moved to the team that was already favored. What's LeBron's plus minus when he's, like, not on the floor? You didn't see during the finals? He would be... He led in all fucking... He would be... um, He would play 46 minutes, and in those two minutes, the Cavs would be... Minus Down. minus twelve, and they would lose by seven. Jeez. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he took that break right at the end of the uh, third quarter, or right at the start of the fourth, and then would come and back. It's, and, and it's literally just they would he would leave with a five point lead and come back in. With was that seven, in the final point loss? Yeah, damn, that happened like two or the three. I guess games they didn't the have a plus minus no. you know, because they didn't lose until fucking who they lose to before that. The the in Celtics the, in one the time. Eastern Conference. The Celtics oh, won right. one game. That's right. And then Isaiah got hurt. But they were it's, already down. Like It's funny because they uh, the one game that they did win, they got a huge game out of Avery Bradley. And mm-hmm. that's who they traded away today because they had to make space for uh, Gordon Hayward. So Avery Bradley's on the Pistons. Now. They got rid of Kelly Olynyk too, didn't they? Yeah, he's on the Heat. Dope. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder how uh, they feel about that down there. Damn. But, like, really, after everyone's all excited for this year... Unless LeBron moves a team or unless, like, the sudden emergence out of nowhere that, like, you know, the Warriors are amazing or, or, you know, maybe, like, the Spurs get someone like Kawhi Leonard, like, nothing changes. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, because it's just like you're looking at the... It's never like one team gets formed one year unless it's a, a LeBron team. No team ever gets formed in one year and it's like... Oh, suddenly they're amazing. Well, when you got the best player in the league on your team, then you really just have to put, you know, decent pieces around him. But that's what I mean. Everyone's excited for, ooh, where's Paul still, George like, going to go? Like, still, where's Jimmy Butler going to go? And really, it won't it matter. It doesn't matter. Well, it matters for the Lakers because if we get somebody <laughs> big, we can I'm just saying right now noise. and for the next year, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just been hard to be a Laker fan. Except for your whole noise thing. My noise. some noise. Making some noise. I like making noise. Making some we noise. We gotta make some noise. We gotta make some noise. The Lakers. It essentially means like six seed, you lose in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, dude. Making noise. Are you excited for the football season to start? Absolutely. We're what, a month and a half away? Uh, yeah. A Hall of Fame games in a month. Football. Who's 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 gonna be good this year? Uh, I always probably die. the Patriots. I really have a bad. I have a hard time predicting who's gonna be good. I would assume the Patriots and the Falcons are still pretty good. Yeah. You know. The, the, uh, you think so? You think Matt Ryan's gonna have another good year? Maybe. He's, I, mean, he's, I feel like he's kind of like up and down. Sounds like a former uh, former fantasy, owner, yeah. fa- former fantasy owner yeah, right how there. How did you know? How did you know? <laughs> I feel like he's up and down. <laughs> Feel like he is up and you can down. speak on like Matt Matt Stafford, Matt Schaub, and Matt Ryan. I never <laughs> had Matt Matts. Stafford. Matt Stafford puts up good points from what I hear. Matt Stafford's one of those guys you look at every week and you're like, God damn, they the Lions blow, but he put up some good numbers. No Until you draft him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my solid picks were usually like uh Drew Brees. Drew Brees is always solid, but until lately, and then he got hurt. And then I had to 
What um? Can you believe when we did that league with Chris Ramirez that Cam Newton was on the board for me to pick him up as a second as a backup quarterback? Like two seasons ago, two seasons ago, I drafted Drew Brees like the fourth round, and then I picked up Cam Newton like seventh, and that turned out to be like the. Did you win that? You didn't win that league, no. did you? No. Uh-uh. You still are in that league, though, right? No. No. I mean, we, we no. Well, I don't think he did it again. Like, I think he uh, he shut it down, or just no, he couldn't get enough people. But then I I moved over to. Robbie and John and oh yeah, Alex it's, it's and, all the people that have been in Riley and Mai's league the entire yeah, time who have and, been booted and have been booted for yep. not paying attention. Yep, <laughs> it's a fun league though. <laughs> it sounds like fun. There's like 800 bucks on the line for like first place. I'm not surprised I'm not invited. To it. Yeah, well Eric's trying to get in and I like got lucky. Like I was just like talking to Robbie and he's like, oh we're doing this league and da da da. I was like, oh do you have extra spot? He's like, actually we do. I'll I'll text you in like a week when I figure it out, you know and. But what's what gets you excited about football besides just games being played? What gets me excited about football? Yeah, like the like the just the weekly probably fantasy like the weekly thing or the fantasy. fantasy football like just being involved that way like it's just it's I don't know it just adds another element or another layer as like, we've talked about with sports being a reality show that has a new episode out every day yeah. that really is like the best time it just gives you a little bit more reality show you know sports. like like it gives you a little more it gives you a little more to care about i feel like when I mean? they only play once a week there's just so much like drama that goes up into you know wednesday thursday friday oh yeah totally totally and i mean even in college football like your things- it's your whole free time like all of your free time for like three days is spent looking at fucking depth charts and fucking roto news and who's practicing did he, did he actually get to practice or is how's, it- how's that hamstring feeling how's that hamstring <laughs> feeling is he still a game time decision i gotta find a backup te shit like yeah it just adds another layer i feel like before fantasy sports you just you lived and died by the sword with your team like you just you're like all right you know a sunday morning came and you were like all right i all guess right, it's time to play football right. and then fantasy just took it to a whole new level you're like you're cheering for fucking guys on squads that you hate you know they've done like, yes they've done research that out of like the 40 the average 40 hours a week yeah like four hours a week during football season are spent like tweaking like at work are spent oh, yeah. tweaking uh fantasy football yeah yeah Jeez. i believe it i've i've, I've been there <laughs> shit i've been there give me an inch i'll take a mile like <laughs> You know? A good ten percent of your work that week is is spent fucking on Yahoo or ESPN looking at updates and also looking over your shoulder like well, I'm breaking. Gonna, Cam, am I, am Cam I gonna Newton, have to minimize this really quickly? Cam Newton hurts finger in practice. You're like, ah oh, shit. What's the what's the hotkey? Control Escape or something? Alt Alt F4. <laughs> just immediately shuts shit down. Like just boom. Just closes windows. Doesn't even ask you. Do you want to save this? Like just yeah. I'm a master at that. I can. I'm like quick drama growl over here. I'm guessing from just from from even before the the professional field. Oh well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, Any 13 year old boy knows how to close windows on his internet really quickly. Hey, I'm gonna go down memory lane here. And uh, back in the day, when your computer—I mean, some people still is—but back in the day, when all you had access to pornographic material on the internet was a fucking desktop modem. Or a desktop plus a modem. Uh, you had the big tower on the floor and the fucking fat monitor screen that was like two and a half feet deep. You know, like a like a cathode ray tube monitor, just a giant old fucking thing, totally unnecessary. Uh, what are your priorities, right? So let's say <laughs> you're breaking this down. Right yeah, now? let's just say you know. Are so I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. So all right, picture yourself. 
in a, in a room, in your bedroom, in what your office or wherever, masturbating, right? You're 13 years old. You're really just getting after it on 30 second clips. You know what I mean? Like, cause you didn't have that. Pornhub wasn't around. It was like, you went to the huns.com and just watched like a, a clip of some video and you're just like, yes, right yes. Bu- right before it asked you to give your credit card number and you're like, oh, I gotta leave. Nope, gotta delete, gotta delete. All <laughs> F4, all F4. But, uh, you know, you might've watched that clip, same clip like two or three times just to really get the full experience. You know what I mean? Right. All right. So here's the thing. You're, you're sitting there, you're just getting, you're getting after it. You're just, you're putting in the work, you know what I mean? And then you hear a fucking noise right outside your bedroom door. What are your priorities? Are you a shut everything down first guy or pull your pants up first guy? Um, definitely a mute first. Ooh. The first thing I'm hitting is the mute button. Subtle just in, just in case something doesn't close right away yeah. or if you go to screen black and the, and the, and the sound is still playing inexplicably. Yeah. Yeah, my first. my move was to uh, shut everything down on the computer and then get up out of the chair and find a place that I wouldn't be in di- the direct line of sight for whoever opened the door, so I would have time to pull my pants up. <laughs> yeah, and the move was to always take your belt off your pants first, so that there you didn't hear the whole ding, 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 <laughs> as you're pulling your pants up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trust me, dude. I, I had it down to a science, man. I was lucky enough to have a computer in my room. Who's, so. wearing, who's wearing a belt around inside? Me. I've got one on right now. Weird. Yeah. I Well, I mean, I did come from playing golf, but I, I wear a belt all the time. I don't put on a pair of pants or shorts without a belt. It just I feel naked without it. Well, I'm, I'm saying you don't have like leisure wear around your house to just throw on like no, basketball I, yeah, shorts. Yeah, I do, but or... I'm not. I'm not gonna put that on just to rub one out. Like I'm going. I'm going balls to the wall, baby. Well, that's what I mean. The fact that you have a belt on makes it seem like you're home for 15 minutes and you're about to leave again. Like you're hey, really. You never know when the so, urge strikes you. You you got to fucking answer the call. Like you know what I mean. Like it's, it's not a tight like, schedule. Oh, well, I you know I don't I don't I don't take time to prepare. You know what I mean. It's just like it's like an impulse. All of a sudden, it's like I'm gonna masturbate. Like boom, and just <laughs> you're there. Unless you plan it ahead, like some of our friends uh, who <laughs> we asked to come over right after golf, and he goes, "All right, we'll be over in half an hour." <laughs> hmm. You live next door to me. Why is it gonna take a half hour? Hmm. That's Bobby though. <laughs> Every time we go golfing, I drive home, and the I'll be over in an hour. The minute he goes home, I'll hit you up in an hour. I know he, the first thing he does when he gets home, he starts is, lighting candles. <laughs> yeah, just beating one out. He's probably like not even in the door yet. By the time he has a semi hard on, like he's just like oh, fucking just ready. No. He leaves the house and that's all he thinks about and the uh, next time he can come home and just wank it uh, 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 uh. hey you're right. the one who continue do we want to go further down this rabbit hole uh, Bobby masturbating no how do you dispose of your no <laughs> no we're done your baby batter <laughs> stop <laughs> are you a tissue guy we're already in the in the NSFW are you uh, section. not safe for work I, I can keep it SFW. <laughs> I can just use, you know, euphemisms you and metaphors. Said, you already said baby butter, I think. Baby batter, asking. baby. <laughs> A baby batter. Like, what's that? Baby butter? That's cute. I heard that. Is that on Urban Dictionary? And then they look it up and then, you know, that's... Gross! Yeah. The Urban Dictionary definitions are terribly disgusting. <laughs> they have everything. Like, I always think of Jesse Brown when I think of Urban Dictionary. It has absolutely is like some 13-year-old white kid describing something sexual to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> we did the Houston hot dog last night. What's that? It's when you take a bunch of chili and you shove it up your girlfriend's butt and then she poops on you. What happens to the chili? I don't know. That's why they call it the Houston hot dog. Ugh. He was good at that. He, he always had a fucking... 
<laughs> you always had Euphemism some, some city, metaphor, some like. city, and then some food, and you combine them, and you can make any sexual act you you, you can think of. But it has to be like a dirty city, <laughs> not a dirty city, but kind of like a you know, it can't be like the Calabasas cheesecake. Like, dude, that sounds that sounds amazing. I want one. Well, <laughs> wait till you hear what it is. <laughs> It'll cost you. Oh man, you have another musing or another take? Um, hit me with everything you got, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Dude, how annoying is it driving through, like, you know, suburbia like you do, and you're just hitting, like, every red light as you as you go by? Not just red light, you're hitting yellow lights. You know what I mean? Like, the guy in front of you, like, speeds up to make the yellow, and you're like, well, that guy barely made it, so I have to break. And you know how frustrating that is, how just someone, how you're just cruising along and... You hit a red light immediately yeah. mm-hmm. and like 20 people on your side of the street stop and 20 people on the other side of the street stop. And what's the red light for? Somebody making a left turn. One person making a left turn coming out of their neighborhood or something. I think they're damaging like the fabric of society, dude. Just so one person can make a left turn. I just don't understand like why in like residential areas, if you're coming out of a street that doesn't get a lot of traffic, why it deserves a fucking traffic light. Like, why can't it just be like a like, I know we've got like three lanes here and three lanes here. So it is a giant street, but like still but like a yield sign or but like, does it need to fucking... if we're going to go by like the principles of utilitarianism, like it's the greatest common good for the most amount of people is getting everybody where they need to be on time. So to, to so down for so to, one person to make a left turn to inconvenience. You know, 60 plus people, if that's how many people are at this stuck at this intersection and they're all inconvenienced for about 30 seconds, that adds up. So in order for it to equal, if we're doing the utilitarian formula, like 60 times 30 is a lot of time before you uh, balance out that person waiting for like 20 minutes true. <laughs> for them to be able to turn left. It's true. And if you live in that neighborhood, guess what? You probably won't try to turn left out of that intersection. If you live in that neighborhood, you probably make, you'd probably make that left turn more often than anybody else. And you're probably like, why doesn't this like fucking change? <laughs> and that's kind of <laughs> the, uh, the other side of it is if, you know, if I was that person who didn't get a red, didn't get a green light for 20 minutes, I would be furious. Ugh. Just like, uh, just like the pedestrian versus a motorist, uh, conundrum. Let's talk about that. I get into this shit all the time with Jordan. It's like so. Like I have, I have the right of way. I'm a pedestrian. Well, it's no, like, when I get so okay, let me ask you a question hypothetically. Right. When you get out of a car, yeah. like let's say somebody's like dropping you off and you run into your car to go get something. When you get out of your car, what do you do? You do you, what? Which way do you go? To like, get, you know, let's say like for, for whatever it is you're picking up, like just kind of walk me through it, like. Like what are you spatially. talking about? So like you're am in a passenger park- seat of car. Am I, am I in a parking lot? Perhaps. Like, all right, let's say like hypothetical situation. You're you're driving through a parking lot and you're about to leave somewhere with somebody else. You're in the passenger seat. And you're like, oh shit, I forgot my wallet. And yeah. they're like, okay, they loop around and they go back to your yeah. car, right? Yeah. So you're in the passenger seat. Yeah. You're going out to get your car. So you yeah. open the door, you get out of the car. Yeah. And let's say your car is like this and uh or their car's like this mm-hmm. like in the lane yep. and yours is parked like right here yep. you're on the passenger side of the car or no let's say it's over here right just yep. to make things a little more complicated so it's over on the driver's side you always side. go behind okay. a car and i'm wrong i guess no yeah go behind the I car go. anytime just because you never know when someone's brake is faulty or like just well i mean they're stupid and they accidentally accelerate just it's always yeah, safer to go know. behind the car i just i i'm gonna go the easier way like <laughs> the, the the i'm not gonna walk around somebody's fucking car unless you can absolutely you know I mean? trust that you're well, that's what i mean 
girlfriend somebody, isn't going to kill you. No, I mean, I am taking a little bit of a risk, but you know, what is life without some risks every so, now and then? So what, so what was the issue? Well, so I the other day, for this? yeah, she was like bitching at me about it. I was just like, God damn, like I'm a pedestrian. I have the right of way. And uh, I, I walked out of the car and my car was over here. And instead of fucking going all the way around, I just went whoop, right in front. And then I got back in the car and she's like looking at me as I'm walking. I mean, back if over, you like, see her put it into park, go for it. But like if she's just got her foot on the brake and she's like texting or something, I guess I may maybe from a moral. I guess like I don't live my life. Uh, it's how much trust are you willing to put in someone else? Oh, uh, I see. I don't I mean, I don't I guess it's, I don't think about it that way. I just sort of think of like, you know, if they fuck up, that's on them. They're an idiot. Like, OK, maybe but, I got ran over, but that person's an idiot. OK, like, but, the, but 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 in that whole the pedestrian has the right of way thing. Yeah. The, the pedestrian could say I have the right of way uh-huh. when I hit you. I'm going to have a bent bumper. You're going to have broken legs. I, I get that. I get that the consequences really... <laughs> I might go to jail for it. You'll still have broken legs. And, uh, and that's, uh, so that's watch why, the fuck out for yourself. That's what... I know. I'm just... I just... I get it. I, I guess I just don't... You know, I don't know. I feel like if, even if she... Unless she fucking floored it from where she was. Like, there's, there's no... I'm not going to get run over. Like, I'm not fucking 90-year-old. and I'm not immobile. Well, like, you guys made that, uh, made that video I, in uh, high school? Oh, my God. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. There was a there, okay. So you guys, you and your buddies made a made a made a movie in high school, essentially, and we were for a talent show. Or you were gonna show it at some what, at some. I don't know why we did it, but it was like a good like wasn't it a good like half an hour 15 movie, minutes. fifteen minute movie. Yeah. Okay, so you guys time like, went into it, man. Some time and, and some effort went into it. You you casted a good like you know twenty people from our high school that to yeah. just play little bit parts in it. Yep. And at one point, <laughs> we're filming some part that I'm in, and Max, one of your buddies, Max. Lane, who's like a, who's one of the main people in the in the he movie. was the main guy. He gets hit by a car, so we keep we trying had to, to stage this scene of him <laughs> getting hit by a car, right? And we basically asked another friend of ours to just 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 idle, don't even fucking hit the gas, like just don't like we're playing with fire here, just don't hit the gas. But still want to make it look real. We wanted to make it look real. There was a few right? takes where he just kind of jumped on the hood, and you're like, oh, no, that every look. single fucking take was Thomas fucking tapping the gas and just. <laughs> taking max off his feet like every single one every single every single take so max got in about three car accidents or car crashes that day still on the internet is it on youtube somewhere I'm, it might be i don't know There's, if andrew ever uploaded it you guys you guys playing in your band when you were like 20 yeah it's that's still, up there uh, it's still up oh, there. it's so bad it's so bad <laughs> Uh, I saw that the other day. Oh, it's so bad, dude. For some reason, like so your bad. YouTube account is signed in on my Google account, so I'm like signed into yours. So under like favorite videos, something is, that is just something that comes. There's two videos of us actually on the internet. There's one of us doing the Battle of the Bands, which is like the first time we ever like played uh, played anything. Like we, it was at school, and we we played a fucking. Uh, uh, Battle of the Bands and we did like two songs like a 10 minute set it was the first time like we ever played live and then there's another how many shows total did you guys do like four or five we played five shows five yeah shows. which is cool like so to think about it was like we, which is in cool, like three different venues right every single four different one venues. of those shows is awful so nine years ago <laughs> wow it's been that long 
Nine years ago. Yeah, like 2009, right? Wow. 2008, 2009. Nine years ago, we played a show at Chain Reaction. It was probably like the second or third show. And I was like really like feeling like confident. Like, because I was like, we got that like first jitters that we played at Hoagies. And I thought Hoagies went okay. But of course, like when you're up there. And again, this is going to go back to the whole like live music blows thing. Yep. Like you can't hear a damn thing. Yep. Because like nobody's mixing and mastering. Like no. it's just, everything sucks. Like it's just way too loud. And just, just, yeah, it sucks. But we played, we played this show at Chain Reaction. I just want you to, I'm going to just play it. And we're going to, we're going to listen together. All right. <laughs> this is Kirk's band. It's terrible. It just, it sounds bad. That's me singing. The lyrics are terrible. I take all writing credit though, because I, I did all the work. Like, it's bad, but don't you try to, don't you try to say that anyone else wrote it. Don't you diminish it. It's bad, but it's mine. Like, I, all right. This one was kind of catchy though. It it, I mean, like, it's bad. It's a bad song, but it's not like it's not like noise. You guys had like five or six songs. They were they were different. They they yeah. all were. Yeah. They didn't all sound the same. We got the crowd going. Yeah. Like a little clap wave. All out of rhythm and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, I went after it. It was like okay. And you're thinking like okay, it's not great, but it's not. There's the probably like 30, 30, Just wait. 30, just 35 wait. People in here. Just wait. to make you sit through the whole thing. <laughs> this is why people say live music is terrible. Listen to that. And then it's okay, so I want to explain one thing about this is that hold it a little further away. We had this guy in the band named Andrew Vasco. And Andrew <laughs> Vasco is a dear friend of mine and I you know I, I appreciate all his efforts, but he wasn't the greatest guitar player in the world. <laughs> I feel like every show we played Listen to that guitar. <laughs> it's so out of tune. Every single show, it was just the most out of tune possible. It just, it, it, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> okay, wait, here comes a solo. I mean, I'm not the greatest guitar player in the world, but I mean, I do okay for you. That's, that, that's me. I'm like, it doesn't sound great, but it's, at least it's, you know. So where's his book? You won't hear it. <laughs> this is me playing a solo and singing at the same time. So what what, what did Andrew actually do in this day? Nothing. <laughs> What's going on right now? Oh, What's happening on the stage right now? Oh, okay. I was playing a solo. I was getting after it. I was the I was the rhythm guitarist, and I had to play all the solos because Andrew. Listen to that. Listen to it. Like I can't even like. Ah, uh, he. So, my favorite. My favorite part was Eric's faces. Eric, the bassist, faces. He looked like a rooster. I mean. <laughs> We had a lot of fun doing that. Like I, it, those, those shows were cool. I remember. They were a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to like promote and sell. And Thomas, the drummer, his, his drummer, his, self-taught. His little brother was still uh, in high school, so he I was, was a better drummer than Thomas ever was. And we should have just been like, Jeff, just come play a show with us. But anyway, what was funny about that is that. Uh, I did all the work yeah. for all those guys. Like yep. I didn't play the drums for Thomas. I just told him what sounded good. You know what I mean? And then he kept up fairly well for, but he just like, he couldn't do a drum roll. He couldn't do like fills in it at all. Like he could just keep a beat, which is fine. Like you don't need, you don't need a whole lot back there. Eric, 
I thank God he was playing bass because you just you couldn't hear a damn thing that he was doing, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't playing the right shit anyway. But Andrew, the problem with Andrew was is that Andrew wanted to be a guitar player in the worst way, and he had this amp that was just like way louder than everybody else's. Like I don't know why. Like I had a I had a cab, and a cab is like a big floor unit, like a four foot speaker that has a little amplifier on it, and it's supposed to be really loud. And he had this little like, and the difference between the amps was is that like his had tubes in it so like the tubes like got hot and made really really loud noise with very little energy and i had like what's called a solid state it was just electric like it just didn't generate as much power like it got loud but it wasn't as powerful dude he had this amp it was so fucking loud and his guitar was never in tune like (laughs) never he'd tune it before a song and it would still sound awful and it was never in tune and he the only thing that we could count on him to do because he couldn't strum a rhythm to save his life the only thing we could count on him to do was play like notes like just like one at a time like meow 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 like like that in that song but the guitar was so out of tune every single time that it just sounded terrible and we went into we actually bought studio time to record a demo i remember that and uh I basically played every instrument in that demo. <laughs> like, like the guys would show up and they, they would do like two or three takes, and I'd be like, "No, hang on, let me, let me, let me just sort this one out. Let me play it for you." And then the guy would just record it, and we'd be like, "Use that one. Like, use that take." And by the end of it, when it came time to like, so like in the recording process, like what you do is you lay the drums down first, and the drummer's supposed to play with a metronome, but Thomas couldn't do that. Like, he could not play with a metronome. He, so what I, what what had to happen was is I would have to play the song into headphones that he would hear and then record it so like like yeah so it was basically like just me like like holding everybody's hand and uh i recorded eric's bass lines i recorded (laughs) all the guitar parts and then by the time it got to doing the vocals because the vocals are what comes last i was so over it that i would just like sing it in one take and be like just use it i don't care like i'm just like i'm so exhausted i want to go home like and the demo ended up being total shit because we couldn't get Thomas. All in one day? Was this all in one day? Uh, I think it was like a week. It was, it was like three days that we did it. We had to like buy the time, so we needed to like jam. And like when it came time to doing the vocals, it was like, okay, we paid for a half day. And I was just like, all right, don't waste a bunch of time. But we were supposed to go in one more time to finalize everything, to, to mix and master it. And like we couldn't like, we couldn't get Thomas into the studio. Like we just couldn't. Like <laughs> he's he, over it, dude. I don't, yeah, dude. Like he's the flakiest person you'll ever meet. Like we could not get him back into the studio to, to come and do, do anything over if he needed to or whatever. And we just were like, fuck it, just, just print it. Like, you know, when we had this demo that we didn't even release to anybody because it was just so how bad. Many, how many copies did they give you? They gave us a master and then I think we put it on like MySpace or something. And yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have it somewhere? You have uh, the access somebody to it does. Somewhere? Somebody has it. I know. It was on my fucking, uh, my external hard drive, but it took a shit. So I don't know if I still have it. I know Andrew probably has it somewhere. It's somewhere. I, somebody's got it. I, w- I would be glad to. How many songs? How many songs? Five songs. Five did, songs. Yeah, it was a five song. It was a demo. It was a, it was just an EP, like a. Meat Mer. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had five songs. Let's see if I can remember the names of them. Hey, we had one. Meet Mer to Pretty This Meat. Meet Mer, know? Pretty This Meat. Hey, hey, things come full circle sometimes. Uh, we had five songs. Let's see. One of them, they were just, it was, it was like the worst music. It was like a bunch of teenagers. I was like 19 years old. Like, and you know, there are very talented musicians at 19 who are like famous and writing great yeah. songs. You know what I mean? People are just better at this than other people. But when you're doing all the work by yourself, like <laughs> it's kind of hard, like, you know, and some people do do all the work by themselves, but they get studio musicians to help them out. They may have written all the parts to the songs, but they get some talented people in there to play them and, 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 you know, make them sound tighter and make them sound better. They hire good studio engineers and good masters and good people 
people on the boards to to really just tighten everything up. A lot goes into the studio that some people don't understand, but when you're doing it all by yourself, dude, it's hard. And we had this dipshit fucking engineer who was just this fat fucking guy with curly hair. All he wanted to do was just eat Taco Bell. Like, legit. All he wanted to do. You guys hungry for lunch? Break for Taco Bell. Oh, my God. And uh, so we had five songs on this demo. They were the worst titles ever. I'll try to remember. And we had... uh, uh, that was trouble sleeping. Uh, I know that. That wasn't on the demo. That was like, oh really? Ex- yeah, that was Aww. like an extra song. Like we wrote, Aww. like we, I think we had like eight or nine songs like total, and five of them were songs that we like we like wrote way back when because we we did it. We did it like for fun junior year. Like we just started fucking around, and then senior year we were like, all right, let's do battle of the band. So we like we, I, we had like five songs written after that, and then that summer after senior year, like we spent a lot of time with Alex Charles and. Uh, who's crazy now, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, we wrote like like four or five more songs. We had a song called like Find Me Tomorrow and that's like a really lame title. <laughs> we had another song called The Other Side and that's like a really lame title. That's a, that's a rip off of <laughs> The Other Side. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> sort of, but the song didn't sound anything like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. It wasn't, and you know what I mean? It was just, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just, that was the thing I said the most in that song and that was basically how I named my songs was what word did I say the most? That's going to be the title of the song. Find Me Tomorrow uh, fucking the other side I don't even remember man but it was so bad I'm gonna have to do some digging and, and play this on the air so we can oh, sit God. and critique it yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be a walk down memory lane and shitting all over my past and uh, the achievements I have had um, but fuck that got derailed quick dude I don't know why we stopped doing it because Thomas again is the flakiest person in the world mm-hmm. he just didn't want to do it rather than saying he didn't want to do it he'd just be like hey man you want to practice hey man you want oh, I can't I can't. I can't. Instead of just saying like, no, I don't want to do that. That was when he still lived like at home, down the street from me, street away, literally down the street, like five houses down. (laughs) No, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. Oh man, it's hilarious, is it not? And he had the drums too, so it's not like you could just. Well, Eric and I would like get together and practice, but it's like it's hard. Like I didn't. But I mean, he had the drums. Yeah. So like Thomas had the drums. Yeah, but so you couldn't. So here's the thing about music and playing music. (laughs) A lot of times, you just find the guys that have the instruments, right? Well, that's. I mean, (laughs) so like it all started like pretty innocently. Like we were all like buddies, and you know, I played guitar. Like you know, and I wasn't ever like serious about it. But like I started playing when I was like 13, and just you know just would fuck around and just keep fucking around like i took lessons like twice and then just everything else is like self-taught so if it's like if i'm not good i understand that like i didn't really give it a whole lot of time and didn't have a whole lot of education um but i feel like i did okay for myself Uh, but eric and andrew god bless their hearts uh they just wanted a job like they just wanted something to do to be a part of this so like andrew also like started playing guitar at a young age but andrew's problem is that he can't keep a rhythm to save his ass like he, to save his life and the only person I had met who I knew couldn't keep a rhythm before this was Robbie like like I can't keep a rhythm but I know that so I don't even try I, it, dude it's beyond me like it's beyond me how like people's internal clocks just don't work like they just do not fucking work like they just don't tick consistently and like listening to like Andrew clap it's like That's Andrew keeping like a beat in like a, you know, four, four time. Oh my God. And, and he just wanted to be a part of this so bad, like just so bad. So I was just like, how can I let him play the guitar, but not like, 
you know, and it's fine when we were practicing in the garage. Like I didn't care that he sounded awful. It was just like <laughs> when we started playing shows though, I was just sort of like, what can I do to, to give him a job and make his job important, but also make it as easy as possible so that it doesn't sound like total shit. And I'm pretty sure you didn't find a way. No, yeah, I, I failed at that. I had was, I had way too much going on thinking about. I was teaching Eric how to play bass, teaching Andrew how to play guitar, telling Thomas what sounded good on the drums, what not to do. Like, it's funny because bass is totally the thing you do when it's just like just give me something to do. Totally, because totally, I borrowed Thomas's bass once for a day, and I learned that like tiny little beginning part to carousel, and that's it. That's that was my three hour foray into like playing, playing yeah. an instrument. Oh my god, and <laughs> so bad. Oh, but it's just like it Eric, is the easiest thing to play, and it's still difficult if you don't know it. I mean. learned that uh, Andrew couldn't keep a rhythm, Eric couldn't keep a rhythm, <laughs> Thomas just was getting by on just being able to keep a rhythm, but not being very good at what he was supposed to do. Like Thomas would have been a better. Thomas actually played bass. Thomas played like everything, right? Elementary school. He played bass and saxophone and for <laughs> some reason wanted to play the drums. Like wanted to play. I was like, why don't you play the bass? Like you're actually a decent bass player. Like he like took jazz bass lessons and stuff. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. And he wanted to play the drums. I was like, dude, you are like the epitome of somebody who's like got skills and puts a lot of time into everything and then just overhauls it because they see something better that they or something they think looks more fun like you imagine can you imagine putting in seven years into like a skill and getting like decent at it you know what i mean and just being like uh you know what that looks like more fun i want to do that instead i mean that's what a lot of people do they they, they're they're good at something and they go to school for it and then they go i don't actually like this i want to go well i i guess i don't consider that because that's like i mean what are you really good at you're really good at reading fucking reports and doing math like okay that's i mean that is a skill people go to law school and then they become a lawyer and then they're like wait i don't i don't want to do this this is a lot more work than i realize but i mean like i'm talking like 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 hobbies or extracurricular activities like because i guess I, a hobby because yeah you're you not getting I mean? paid like, to can you it. imagine i mean i guess people do it all the time like they're like you know he was going to have a pro baseball career and then decided that he wanted to play badminton instead like and it's just like if i achieved even a moderate level of success in anything time, yeah. if i achieved even a moderate level of success in anything i rode that shit to the fucking grave i was just <laughs> like you know what I'm not pulling any punches here. I'm fucking doing what I what I know I'm okay at. Like I'm not gonna go take a risk and do something that I've sucked shit at and have to learn all over again. Learning something, uh, like sucking ass at something and learning from the from scratch is the worst. Maybe it's he just, recognized that no one else was gonna play drums. Well, it was like if it's not me, then it's not gonna be anyone else. Maybe. I, and I, we're gonna, I don't, and, he wasn't doing anybody any favors though. And, that's for and goddamn and sure. And then we're gonna be in a five guitar band. <laughs> Let's play guitar in a five guitar band. I mean, hey, there's songs about that. Ugh. But he wasn't doing anybody any favors by playing the drums. Like that's for damn sure. Like, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think it would have been hard to pick somebody up off the streets and just been like, hey, play drums for us. Like there was somebody and in, in that we went to school with who would have done it. I just the shitty part was is that I was like way too like concerned with uh you know being friendly like and just giving my friends you know priority when it was just like Andrew you're bad like you know we're going to we're going to drop you entirely you can book shows for us if you'd like to continue <laughs> and be a manager essentially but as far as playing privileges go you're shit out of luck man that's about it but uh that actually uh was a, an interesting an interesting trip down memory lane. I would love to find the demo and play it for you. At least just play one song and show you like how unfinished everything was. The next the next six episodes we're gonna come in instead of to 
Tribe a, called, a new tribe segment. Quest. We're gonna come in playing meat murder songs. Oh, wouldn't I just wouldn't it just shock you if you just went to listen to the next episode and it was a fucking trash meat murder song? <laughs> I should just pull it off YouTube and just no, don't play the live. Oh yeah, I'm going for it. No. I'm going for it. Oh no. man, I should just I should just record them, like re-record the songs on an acoustic guitar and just show you what they like could have sounded like. <laughs> meat murder unplugged. Meat murder unplugged. <laughs> Decade later, that was legit how I practiced. Like how I practiced playing those songs. I just like go sit in the garage with an acoustic guitar and just play everything and you guys should get the band back together oh god no that's it you know what's funny uh i bobby called me like two weeks ago and he stopped at the gas station and he ran into eric and prota yeah and uh that was the first thing he asked me eric and prota actually answered the phone because we've I had a call from bobby and we've had two um i think we, yeah we've had two super bowl winners from our high school that we went to high school with yeah. and i think eric and prota might be the best at what he does like entertainment oh, wise, come on. A, Derek Coleman was a backup running back, and Aaron Brew is a long snapper. Like I that's mean, what I mean. But I mean, this this Eric and Proto kid is like a world class drummer. No, he's legit. Probably like, like the most famous person that we went to school with. Yeah. Well, is he? I don't know. Because again, you have two Super Bowl winners, but I'm talking mm-hmm. about like people in Australia know who like Eric and Proto is. People that are into drumming. I would say that the food beast people have been the most successful. That's true. Like arguably like food. Eli and Rudy like food, particularly. Food blogs. Yeah. Food beast like took the fuck off you know. They started a food blog before food blogs were cool and now there's like so many food blogs and they're like one of the ones that has like a million likes on Facebook and shit. Yeah. They're big. I have never ever really ever <sighs> done much with food i just know that they're guys that i know i don't even think are they still affiliated with it yeah do they still work yeah i would have fucking i'd have been like here somebody buy this I'm i out. think i think someone else like other people now do the videos and mm-hmm. do the go-to's and all that stuff but and they, do but most back of the, then it was mo- like, do most yeah. of the writing and but they're just kind Grass of like roots. vps and you know i have to do some research CEOs and see like who's actually like who is the most famous person we went to school with in our class at least because because eric eric and Protus won like fucking like he has drum, drum he hasn't stuff, that. right? He, he hasn't, hasn't won. He hasn't won the drum off. He hasn't won the drum off. Really? Yeah. He's been in like he, he, I, he's I, been as, like the final four all yeah, the time. As petty he? as I am, it's Damn. hilarious to me that he hasn't won. Oh, it's hilarious. They're to like me international too, right? Like yeah. they're, they're like best drummer in the Here's world. Here's my take on this, and it's a hot and fiery take. If he spent more time playing the drums and not backflipping through the fucking air, he'd probably <laughs> win that competition. Wasn't he like a? Uh, he was like a, a gymnast. Yeah, until he was like, like twelve or thirteen, like twelve or something. Yeah. So he's got like insane upper body strength, and he's always just done flips off shit you can just you know? do flips off shit yeah he's 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 that guy that you went to school with who was just better at everything than you and all the girls you knew wanted to have sex with him and you were just like i hate this guy and, i like this guy because he's hilarious and, and he's he nice be, to me but i hate and he guy. would be at every party and you would be like super drunk and he would st- be staring at you totally sober because he didn't drink and you were like you motherfucker I'm still fucking around with you like he was drunk like and you're just like man you're what, like so what much are you better. on? What you're are you so much better on? than me in every way. I'm Fuck such you. a piece of shit. And you're just over here like a golden god. <laughs> I'm just a loser. I'm a big fat dumb loser. Anyway, not good at anything. Bobby saw him at the gas station. And uh, Bobby, so Bobby ran into him at the gas station. I had a missed call from him, and I picked up the I picked up my <laughs> and it's phone. The, and it's the worst because he's the nicest guy in the world too. To so call, it's really, really hard to like hate him openly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you can be like quietly bitter and resentful. But anyway, I called Bobby back and. Eric answered the phone, but I didn't, re- I didn't like recognize it as Eric. I have not spoken to Eric like since high school, like, you know, or maybe like a year or two after high school. And, uh, he's all, what's up dude? And I was just like, uh, not much. You, you sound know? way cooler than Bobby. What's I was going like, on? Yeah. Right? What's going on with Bob? I was just sounding a lot more confident these days. And, uh, and he's like, it's Eric and Proda. I was like, Oh shit. What's up, man? He's all, when's me Mergen back together? I was like, you fucking asshole. Like, 
Is that really what you're coming at me with? Eric, Eric, who's been in like six bands since then and continues to like tour and goes to Europe and shit to play. When's your band? Fun fact. The first thing I ever did like in a band was fill in for one of his very first bands, like for in a battle of bands, like in like sophomore year. Ghost of Yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. There's probably some video of me doing that shit, too. It's so embarrassing. I had hair back then. Well, yeah. Look back and uh, that's when he, 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 he's always in a like band a that fucking emo that, kid. He's always in a band that just needs a, a lead singer that doesn't even play an instrument. He just stands up there and screams and that shit sucks. <laughs> it's just so well, like that's what's teenage funny because because he, and... him and his two best friends like are the guitarist and the bass player and they're the drummer and they always seem to just have this revolving door of like guys that sing just these weirdos mm-hmm. that are like ten years older than him and they've got this really yeah. funky hair and they... the bass player is the guy who's just give me something to do that's him because <laughs> the guy who plays guitar is like way good yeah. he's better than and Riley's not a bad guitar player either but he's definitely like the just 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 give me let me be a part of this you know what I mean I'll do a whole bunch of shit behind the scenes and i'll make merch and i'll fucking do this shit and uh yeah he's definitely just playing bass because they need a bass player and he's pretty you know competent with a guitar or stringed instrument so i actually haven't ever i've never i haven't seen his newest band live i don't think i really listened to any of it night versus no he's got an even newer band really yeah what's it called i don't know but like he started uh on instagram like two days ago like yeah in the the last like few weeks he's been like oh don't worry like night versus is still like you know together i'm just doing this thing over the summer that's cool yeah he should just quit all that shit and become a sessions musician he should he probably will i mean when when he's older yeah yeah. until he's like 80 years old he's got a family and he'll be playing studio fucking tracks all the time yeah he'll just be like touring with like like a dude like eric clapton you know what i mean just no he'll be he'll be for fucking slipknot uh the 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 40th anniversary playing the big fucking metal drums (laughs) when they're all in their 60s and they're like go play like jazz drums or something and just like that's not what he plays though he plays fucking uh, he's he's trained in all sorts of shit thrash metal punk well that's his favorite thing to do eric's eric's claim to fame is that he uh he can play drums faster than anybody else yeah pretty much you know what i mean that's like that's like a thing like the guy yeah <laughs> the fucking like. double bass <laughs> just and then, and then he does a backflip and yeah and then he does a backflip over always, his drum set and then hits a cymbal and, and, he, and he's shirtless and he's got long i don't hair, think he's so. ever fallen during doing a backflip like i think he's landed he's got a probably a hundred percent success rate with backflips and yeah. any flip i've seen pictures of him hanging from the rafters like in, in some show that they're playing you know he jumps up and like Hangs by his feet from the rafters. What the fuck, dude? What a crazy kid. Yeah. He's he's stone cold sober all the time. All the time. I don't think he's touched alcohol. Like, (laughs) stone cold. He's got a hot ass girlfriend. He's just, he's just killing the game. He's just like all his skills are at ninety eight. Like, everything he said in high school was yeah. funny. Back when everyone's just trying to like get one laugh from a group, everything he said was just. He didn't even like try. No. Yeah. People were like. Back when white kids got into freestyling, he was amazing at like freestyling, just rapping. Dude, <laughs> it was always a good day though when you like would get some kind of insecurity from him, and you're like, "Oh really? Oh really? I will prey upon this insecurity you have." <laughs> He'll play some of his new tracks for you, and he's like, "Hey man, do you like this? I don't know. I it's feel okay. like <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's it just him be, doing a drum solo. It can be tightened up a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. Is there?" Anything other than drums in this song? <laughs> how many how many times did he like pull you into his car and be like, hey, check out this never. new demo? He oh, never God. Did that I'd be like me. walking in and hey, I got a new demo. Will you listen to it? And it's like, Eric, come on. Like, what do you want me to say? Like The only thing he said to me since high school is uh back when you'd be on 
Did you have friends on like iTunes or on Facebook? I don't know. Somehow, or maybe on uh, AIM. Some somehow in some chat thing, it would show what you were playing off your iTunes at the time, so you could see what your friends were listening to. Like, like AIM. I can't remember, but it maybe did, Facebook. It did yeah. it automatically. Yeah. And maybe yeah, maybe this was like 2008 Facebook mm-hmm. back when it would do it. And the only thing he's ever said to me since high school was like, "Dude, you listen to a lot of Porcupine Tree. I like them." They're pretty cool. And I'm like, you wouldn't know who Porcupine Tree is. No one knows who Porcupine Tree is. But obviously Eric and Brody. Uh, yeah, apparently he did. Well, well, well. That was an interesting stroll down memory lane. We talked a good 20 minutes about just... About Eric and Brody. <laughs> We're giving him more publicity than he needs. <laughs> if, you know, Don't check out his Instagram, please. Don't check out his band Night Songs or whatever. <laughs> or go do it. And find out that it's... That's fine. They're not going to be able to spell his name anyway, so it's perfect. I-M-P-R-O-T-U. <laughs> Improtu. <laughs> Spell it wrong on purpose. They're going to be wrong with the very first letter. Yeah, that's true. So, Tangerine LaCroix were pretty good, man. Yeah? I, I was into it. That, that's the biggest takeaway yeah. from this afternoon. Ever since we mentioned them, we've just gone downhill since then. I just consider this this is to be filler, you know? We, we, we picked a day and a time... And we were like, let's do it. And then it kind of ended up happening that we were, uh, we didn't really prepare. No. And I guess there's really nothing going on right now. No. There's it's the summer. It's the, it's the dog days of summer. A big huff of... Uh, I'm saving those for later. I've got another question to ask you, but... Uh, why would you save it? Okay, do you, should I tease it? No. Next time. Now is next no, time. No, come on. Let's just do it now. We're at a minute seven. We'll, we'll Eight minutes. What's we the closest do. you've come to dying? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, I uh, When I was 17, man, I used to think I was pretty cool because I owned a surfboard. Oh, that's right. And uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure your story is similar. Maybe it's not. You were there. But, uh, you yeah, weren't. But in, I, you was, were, I had learned my lesson You were there, time. but you weren't so there. So I went out surfing with one of our buddies from high school, and uh, we we did our research before. Like, we looked at a surf report, and we were like, okay, it's, you know, the weather's supposed to be nice. The, the waves are supposed to be, like, two to four feet with an occasional, like, five-footer in there. You know what I mean? So we're like, cool, awesome. We're, we're, we're golden. And uh, we went to Huntington Beach, and... If you've ever been to Huntington Beach, it's a mistake. Don't go there. Um, and I'm noticing, like, while I'm paddling out, that it's like it's getting tough. Like, it's like it's getting. And I've, you know, it's not that like that was like the first time I'd ever been surfing. Like, I'm not a great surfer, and you never was a great surfer. But I had been a few times, and I could stand up on a wave. But that's about it. Anyway, so we're, I'm paddling out, and I'm like feeling like it's like really hard. Like really hard like harder than usual to to get out to where i need to sit to wait and catch a wave and i feel like you know i probably am over exaggerating i feel like it was like 10 good minutes that i was just paddling but it was probably like five minutes you know but it was way too long like a lot longer than it had ever taken before and then all of a sudden like i'm sitting waiting for for a wave to come and all of a sudden this this i can see a wave starting to come in the background i'm like okay cool here it comes but it's like huge like it's a huge wave like it you know and and i'm like oh shit oh shit oh shit and i you know when you're surfing you have your you have a moment before the wave gets to you where you can choose to catch it or dive under it and wait for another one and i thought i was gonna let it go because it just seemed too big i was just like all right i'm gonna dive under it well i didn't get far enough under it and it fucking sucked me up and fucking threw me out and this wave looked like it was probably like 10 feet high and i might be over exaggerating but whatever it was whoop my ass and uh 
so it's pushing me under the water and if you've ever like been caught in a wave and like kind of just gone through the cycle of being thrown up and then pushed under you're you're all over the place like the, the water's fucking pushing you around every single direction and you're just like struggling to find up from down and get your grips right so i i i managed to 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 get back up and and when the water's pushing down on you like that you kind of like start to panic and at least i did and you know like let a lot of air out probably when i should have been holding it and i was like shit shit so i'm trying to get back up and i get back up and i and when you know when you come up like from the water and like your eyes aren't open yet because like you know the water gets in them and sort of obscures your vision so you kind of wait a second to open your eyes to make sure whatever water's still on your face is rushed off of your face so that when you do open your eyes you're not you know your vision isn't really impaired so i kind i come up and i knew i was up so i took a deep breath and when i opened my eyes i saw that there was another wave like right on top of me so the, i catch my breath and immediately i'm back under and this happened like three times and eventually uh i was able to like get a hold of my leash like in my hand like by reaching for my leg or whatever and pulling on it to get back to the surfboard and hugged the board and fucking uh managed to just like hang onto it and ride a wave back into where I could like, you know, where the, where the riptide or whatever wasn't so strong. And I remember like, uh, it felt like I was probably out in that situation for like, like 15 good minutes, just like fighting to catch my breath and being knocked around the waves. And I get to the fucking, I get to, uh, and keep in mind, I was with a buddy this time and we were both caught in this shit and I get to the shore and I go back to where we had set our towels and everything. And I was so exhausted. I just collapsed. Like I just fucking collapsed onto the sand and I was just like, I can't even run for help. I don't even know if my buddy's like, okay, <laughs> like I can't even get up and run for help right now. And 30 minutes go by like, and I'm just like sitting there just <laughs> chance is dead. Chance is gone. He's dead a lifeboat fucking comes up and drops his ass off. Like, and I was just like, it was that bad, huh? It was that bad. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, the lifeguard said that like a, like a 15 foot swell ended up coming through. <laughs> and of course the day that we decided today's gonna be a great day to go surf and the waves are fine. A fucking giant ass wave comes. And you know, I felt like in that like 30 minute period from paddling out to, to finally making it back to the shore, that's probably the closest I've ever come to, to dying that I've been like fully aware of, you know what I mean? Or fully immersed myself into a situation. It wasn't like, Oh, I was just, I was walking down the street and somebody ran a red light. You know what I mean? that happens all the time. But that was like a situation where I was like, I made the conscious effort to go out, go surfing, paddled out, got stuck in that shit, made it back to the shore and just been like, (sighs) I was inches away from like my life. It felt like, like, you know, probably maybe a little bit over exaggerating about how like serious it was, but it felt like I've been, I've been slammed by a wave before and I was probably like nine or 10. So that's been your body's all like bendy and you can recover from anything. Mm -hmm. It slammed my feet onto my back of my head, (laughs) my face, my face slammed into the floor and it kind of like pinned me there. And then the wave finished over behind you, boom, kicked me in the back of the head. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) It's like, ugh crunch the other way that's for sure the closest i've ever been to dying and to this day i haven't been on a surfboard and which is funny about that because when you mentioned you got caught in a riptide yep maybe like three or four years later we yep. went to the beach with a bunch of guys yep. and i was still kind of like traumatized and i mean i still am to this day we were, we were all just we were all just body surfing and yeah. we all like there were four of us and three or we all tried to catch a wave just body surfing and you actually made it so eric and alex and i were stuck out there no, and what ended up happening is I was too chicken shit to go in water above my fucking chest. Like, so I basically, <laughs> anyway, you guys all went out and I just kind of. But you, but you wrote it back and then you were about to come back out to us. And then you realized uh-huh. that we were getting further and further out. And you just kind of sit there and uh-huh. watch for like 45 <laughs> minutes as, as, uh, 
us three and uh, probably like 12 other, other people got caught in this little pocket and any direction that's what a riptide is any direction you start to swim you can't go anywhere Mm-mm. it's just you have to go with it like you, they, they say the safest you have to, thing to you do have in to a riptide is just go that way until you're out of it and then go to the left or right once you clear out but mm-hmm. a lot of times when people aren't expecting this they're not strong enough swimmers to do that and you kind so. of panic because yeah, so you, you don't have like, control I just anymore. want to go back like, to the, the shore uh, mm-hmm. I'm breathing heavily now like I don't really have the endurance to do this right now so uh, the worst part was when other people started to like panic, panic and oh, they yeah. were like, "Help! Oh my God! Help oh, us! Shit. Help us!" And you're like, "Dude, shut yeah. the hell up!" Like, <laughs> like nails on a chalkboard, man. So I, uh, I leaned back and just tried to like float, and I put my ears underwater so I didn't have to listen to anybody. And I'm like, "If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die in like silence and like peace. peacefully, like, yeah. <laughs> not not freaking out like Struggling this guy and here. flailing and so." Um, and then uh, I was still just like pondering, like maybe this is how I go. And someone like grabbed me on the shoulder, and I realized uh, I had missed like an entire announcement of a boat, of a lifeguard boat, like coming up. <laughs> so I was like the last one to get, to get in the boat because I was just trying not to listen. Trying anybody. not to die annoyed. And then, uh, and then the lifeguard, yeah, they did probably what they did with Chance, where they went you know 200 yanked him out of the water well yeah and then they went 200 200 feet to the left or right and just dropped us all back off and it was kind of funny because it's like if you don't feel strong enough stay in the boat but a lot of people that they just saved from the ocean all right get back in the ocean (laughs) yeah isn't that crazy go 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 fend for yourself again 200 yards away from where your fucking shit is and then i was like get back in there like so we were there probably for like you know 35 minutes total and uh thomas late of course yep and he shows up he's like hey what's up man we're like dude we just gonna, died we're gonna go now <laughs> we almost died so uh yeah well, that's no. the closest you ever been i said alex i'm thinking it was conrad that was Charles. Charles, yeah. alex Charles went with us and of course because alex Charles and eric went with us we all smoked like two blunts on the drive out there so we're, we're doing we're, we're doing this all super high <laughs> Not, not recommended. Not good. Yeah, to this day, dude, I don't think I've gone into the ocean like past my waist. Yeah. Like, if I can't feel the ground anymore, I'm like, oh no, this isn't fun. Yeah, I don't trust the fucking ocean, dude. Mm-mm. The ocean's trying to kill you. It yep. doesn't want you here. That's why seventy percent of the the Earth's surface is covered in water. I mean, that should tell you. Two kids from Southern California who lived here our whole lives. The most dangerous thing we had to deal with was. Our own, our own voluntary going into yeah. the ocean. Which I never that, walked home at night and felt like worried for my life, but I have been in the ocean and a place that humans don't belong. Mm-hmm. And we go to to try to be like, ha, fuck you, nature. Look at us. Yeah. We don't have fins or gills or anything, and we're gonna swim in this water, and then it kills us. And uh, that, yeah, we that, get, we get, we get. Surprised. That I think is the closest I've been to dying that I can like remember. Like I don't, I've never had that problem on a mountain. I've never had that problem like you know where it's just gotten dark and you were. Stuck somewhere or oh yeah. one time i was uh driving home from colorado i made the entire drive home from oh, colorado yeah, this for, is pretty interesting for 14 story. hours and uh right in the middle of utah again i was smoking weed um i was feeling it i mean i left at like 7 a.m i wouldn't get home until about 9 10 p.m so right around like 2 p.m i'm trying to i'm starting to feel like i've been in the car for seven hours i still got seven hours to go like, yeah fuck. sort of like desperate and i'm going on the uh on the windy part that overlooks the Colorado River, like in Western Colorado, almost Utah. And uh, yeah, hit an ice patch at like 55 miles an hour. And if the if the road didn't continue to go straight, like it was on the side of a cliff, if it had a right turn pretty soon, I would have gone over it. Oh, geez. And my car was sideways and it made a noise. Apparently cars make a noise when they start to move 
and the wheels are no longer in control. It's yeah. just like a, it's like a door open noise, like boom, ding, boom, ding, boom. Ding. like golf carts do it too. You're about to die. You're about ding, to die. Ding. You're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> so like I didn't turn the car or I didn't turn the wheel one way or the other. I didn't hit the obviously <laughs> the gas because they because they say like people yank the wheel and then it flips the shit and it flips over, the shit and, yeah. over. And so I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna and actually the wheel did lock up. That was another thing yeah. to do. Like, bing, bing, bing. So I just you know eased on the brake and. Uh, my very first thought, you know, the first the first thought of when you hear a door opening up when you're watching, you know, porn as a teenager. Same thing. I see this guy coming in my rearview mirror to see like, oh, is he okay? My hand goes to the passenger seat, grabs like the drug paraphernalia, puts it in the center box before I even take off like my... Uh, Every time, dude. <laughs> just, Every oh. time. You and Big J both, dude. He flipped a car on the way out. Did he flip a car? Purdue, yeah. Jesus. I was just like, damn, I'm so glad I never was foolish enough to drive... I mean, you only went to Colorado, like. Yeah, no, I, mean? I don't want to drive. Like, and he drove to Indiana. And Mikey and Marlon have driven to New York. Like, haven't they? Uh, like, I remember he posted a lot when he went to because Big J went to Europe and shit, right? And he went yeah. to Asia and stuff. And he was like, "I've taken this this bus before." And he posts like a picture of some bus driver falling asleep in, on in a bus ride in like Ukraine, and he flipped the bus, and like fifty people died. Oh my god! I would never take a bus like. Anywhere. Inter-country. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> it seems terrible. Oh, this bus is going from Estonia to Croatia. Good fucking luck. I mean, when I, when I went to Europe when I was younger, like, we, like, toured the country in, like, a bus, but it was, like, a charter bus. Like, it wasn't a fucking, you know, public trans, like... Still. Yeah, no, still. Guy? Those things are fucking taller than regular buses. European you know? like, greyhounds, basically. Yeah, well, those are Mercedes. Ooh. You know? It was nice. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Repertory. But, uh... Hell yeah, man. That was cool. All right. We want to be prepared next time? Mm, well, we'll see if we are or not. I mean... There may I, not be I mean, a next I mean, time if we don't ever get prepared. That's true. So. Well, no, we're getting prepared. I'm preparing right now. All right. Right after we're done. All right. All right. That's it. You know what time it is. Um, yeah, just give us a nice five-second buffer so that uh, it doesn't cut us off completely. Okay. I can try. I'm going to try to do that. But just say poops could do until then. You said it.